Hi, and welcome to week one of child-parent relationship therapy. I am so excited to begin this journey with you, and I know that you are going to find incredible insight, and you're going to be able to use incredible skills and tools at home with your kids, and that you will see an incredible monumental change, not only in your confidence and your effectiveness at parenting, but in your child's behavior and in the way that your child communicates with you and just the entire family dynamic is going to shift and this is the beginning since we're starting week one. So, so happy to be here with you and I am looking forward to diving into the content. So, please make sure that you have printed your week one material from the website and that you have that in front of you. We will go through those pages together and that will be true for every week moving forward. So you will have very similar sheets to what I have. I just have the therapist notebook rather than the parent notebook. And so we will go through those together and at any point if you need to pause or stop to think or reread or practice a skill or process something, go grab a drink, use the restroom, whatever. That's the beauty of an online training is that you have the luxury of pausing and always coming back. So please feel free to, as we go through, take breaks or pause or do whatever you need to do if that will help you to be more effective in this training. So we're going to go ahead and dive right in. We are going to start with the rules of thumb. There will be at least one rule of thumb every week. Today we happen to have three because it's the very beginning and we're setting some foundational principles that will guide and inform the entire training as we move forward. But we are diving in with three and every week they will be the first thing that we cover. What's important to know about them is they are not necessarily a skill or a technique but they serve more as, I like to call them nuggets of wisdom or perspective or thought just to kind of set the tone and the stage for what this entire training will be. These influence and help to create almost cornerstone principles that we fall back on as we move throughout the training. And so they're just helpful things to keep in mind. They're easy to remember and it's helpful to have these little phrases pop into our heads when we're in the middle of a parenting moment and we can fall back on some of these rules of thumb. So the first one is focus on the donut, not the hole. Now, I know there are some munchkin people out there. If you go to Dunkin' Donuts or a donut place, you would want the munchkins or the holes because those for some people are wonderful. But discarding the love of donut holes aside, the principle here is if you have ever watched a donut being made or if you know the way that they're made, they're not created into round circles. They have a ball of dough and they stamp out the center. And so they actually remove the center hole and set that off to the side and then they bake those for the holes later. And it's very interesting that if you think about a donut, the donut is what's there, but the hole is what's not. The hole is what's missing. The hole is what maybe you wish were there or you wish that you could change or that you could add or you could fill or whatever. There's some negative connotation to what's not there. And it's very easy in our parenting and in our interaction with our kids to think about the things that we wish were there or that are missing or that we wish we could fill or the things we wish we could change 
and that leads us to missing what's already right there and the donuts there and so we want to focus on that this training is different from almost any other parent training program because it comes about this entire concept from the different side and let me explain what I mean by that it's easy to say here are the issues here are the problems and I'm going to fix these things and if we address these everything will be better but that's what's not there and what is there is this incredible child that you have the privilege of raising and there are positive traits and there are qualities and there are characteristics and there are all these great things there's a parent-child relationship that's already there there's connection there's emotion there's all of these things and we miss that when we focus on the whole or what we wish were there or what's not there so focusing on the donut not the whole it's a very different perspective in this training we focus on the relationship we focus on the connection and we focus on the good that's already present and by default everything else will sort itself out what we wish were there or what we wish we could change that will address itself if we focus on what's there so we're going to focus on the relationship not the problem and that will inform everything that we do moving forward rule of thumb number two be a thermostat not a thermometer my father owns an air conditioning company so this is near and dear to my heart I grew up understanding the role of a thermostat and if you think about the role of a thermostat a thermostat allows the climate in the environment the room the building wherever it is to adjust if it's too warm the thermostat can be adjusted so that it can make it cooler and vice versa so there's a balance and there's a regulation there whereas a thermometer a thermometer reads whatever the temperature is so if it's 98.6 in your body that's what the thermometer will read if it's 102 it will tell you that and so thermometers can only match what is going on in the environment there's no adjustment and so similarly in parenting it's very easy to escalate with our children to the positive or to the negative in other words when the child starts to get really angry when the child starts to get out of control when the child starts to yell it's very easy to match that and in contrast if they're really excited they're really happy they're starting to get really animated and jumping around screaming because they're so excited about something that happened it's easy to kind of get caught up in that as well and interestingly when we match what's going on with our child two things are happening one we're not modeling for them what it means to regulate they need an example of what it is like to feel very strong emotions but regulate them so that it's appropriate and they also are being almost encouraged to continue the behavior when someone else does the same thing with them so we as parents want to be thermostats because that is responding to what's going on they start to get really heated really escalated we're able to respond and tone it down to balance it out and that does model for them but it also helps them to regulate and if we don't we're reacting so you get mad I get mad you get happy I get happy 
And so then there's no ability to adjust or to regulate there. So being a thermostat, not a thermometer, really crucial perspective for moving forward in this training because our kids are extremely emotional and it's helpful for them and for us to be aware that we do not have to react to their emotions. We can respond and that means we help them to moderate and adjust and regulate. Really important principle. We'll touch back on that as we go throughout these weeks. And finally, what's most important may not be what you do, but what you do after what you did. I know it's a mouthful, but such a helpful idea in that we are all inevitably at some point in our parenting journey going to make mistakes. We are going to say things and do things and handle things in ways that we wish we would have done differently. And those do not have to be the defining moment of the day, of the week. Those do not have to be something that becomes a big identity for us. Like, oh, we, you know, I yell, I make mistakes, I get angry, I react, I do these things. What instead is more important is how we handle what happened. And by sitting down later, in the moment, everything is heightened, everything is escalated. And so when everything has calmed down later, it's really important to go into our kid's room or wherever they are and say, bud, I am sorry that I yelled earlier. I'm sorry that I got mad. I'm sorry that I overreacted, whatever the scenario is. And I'm, I know better and I'm going to try to not let that happen again. And why that's so important. Kids need to understand what it looks like to apologize. Kids need to understand what it looks like to accept responsibility for actions and for behaviors and for words that were spoken. And when a relationship has been broken, anytime we handle things in a way that wasn't appropriate, and ideally the same thing is true for kids, when they handle things in inappropriate ways, it fractures the relationship. And so once that relationship has been fractured, we want to make sure that we repair it. And we repair it by going in and saying, I didn't handle that well, and I'm sorry, and I'm going to try not to do that next time. And then they learn it's okay to admit that we were wrong, it's okay to say that we're sorry, and it's okay to accept responsibility for our actions. And once those lessons are learned, it's much easier for the entire family to apologize to each other and to accept responsibility when mistakes are made because mistakes will be made. And that isn't necessarily an issue if they're handled appropriately afterwards. So what's most important may not be what you do, but what you do after what you did. So those are the rules of thumb today and I will see you in the next video.